everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. We are to be the hands and feet of this, of this world, in this hands and feet of Jesus in this world, representing Christ well, representing the kingdom that we Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode. Are they called episodes? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, another episode of um, our podcast. Hope you guys have done well since the last one. Hope you were able to, you know, really just sit and chew on it and get something um, from it. Today, I'm joined by a lovely lady who goes by the name of... Ifa. Ifa. And today, we'll be talking about... Do you know what we're talking about, Ifa? We're talking about the church, but there are many aspects, so I'm not too sure. Yeah, so we're talking about the church, but we're going to be talking about who the church actually is, Right? Um, and notice, yes, I said who, I didn't say where, I didn't say what, I didn't say what does it look like, how tall mm. is it, how wide, and I didn't say what are the architectural structures, <laughs> but who is the church? So I guess if I, I'll pose this question to you, who is the church? <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting that. You guys can't see my eyes, but my eyes literally look like a deer in headlights. Um, who is the church? The church... Um, are people who have been reconciled. But the church of people who have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord um, and they have been reconciled to God and to one another and that's the church. Yeah, it's basically, literally. Um, we learn in the Bible that the church is, is the, the Greek word is ecclesia and it means called out once. And this phrase called out um, is not, I'm guessing it's not really something new to us Christians. Um, we hear it a lot. Um, you are called out or you are separated, you are set apart. Even the word holy means to be set apart. So we're called to be different. We're called to be exclusive in a way, I guess. Um, and that's basically what it means to be the church. That's basically what it means when we say church. It means a group of people that are called out to be different, to be separate for the work of God. And we usually have um, different... So we have the universal church and we have the local church. And what we mean by that is the universal church is the whole church body as a whole, um, every Christian that has accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Saviour, every Christian that is spirit-filled is part of the universal church. But then we also have the local church, which is where you would go to fellowship um, on Sundays, you know, where you'd go to spend time with people in your area, depending on where you go to church, um, where you would go to to grow together, to fellowship, where you would go to, to share, to be vulnerable, um, to have discipleship. So that is what we know as the local church. And a lot of times people confuse the local church or going to the local church as enough. Let me put it like that. 
we think I go to church. Are you guys saying yes? I go to church every Sunday. Mm. Um, but how many times, even just asking myself now, have I said in response to are you a Christian? Yes, I am the church. You know, how many times have I said yes? I, I, I reflect and walk in what it means to be the church, and I have the characteristics of the church. Um, and why do you think we confuse going to church with being the church? If I Ah, sorry. Um, I think, like a lot of things sometimes, it just becomes learnt behaviour um, and not actually a heart transformation. Um, yeah, I think we just watch other people do it. It's just what you do. Um, so say, for example, you are, you know, on TFL <clears throat> in London and you're on the right side of the escalators, right? It's just what you do. And if someone that has never been to London before saw everyone else doing that, they just fall in line because it's just what everyone does without actually understanding why people are doing it, right? It's just it's just what you do. Everyone else is doing it, just get in line. Um, but it's obviously to, to ease or just to allow people that are in a rush to go... Um, and it's just to ease people's movements a lot more on the underground. But in terms of why do people do church or go to church? Um, obviously, firstly, you need to go to church, but um, it doesn't stop there, right? So I think sometimes it's just learnt behaviour. We've just seen other people do it. It's it's another way to make friends, you know, a lot of the times in you for people like, why are you here? I'm like, there's a guy that I fancy, you know, that's why. Because there was no one in my school that was attractive. So this is why I'm at church. And I was really honest with that. Yeah, but people people go for different reasons. Um, but I think most importantly, it's just what we've learned to do because it's just Sunday, it's what you do. That is so true. Um, it's definitely, I think, learnt behaviour. Because... And I guess there's not, I guess, I know this is why it's important to know scripture for yourself. And as we develop in our Christian journey to ensure that we seek out what things mean um, when we use the phrases and not just say, yeah, go to church. And I guess then the question would be, okay, if church is not just a place we go to, yes, we go to church to fellowship and meet with other believers and to... Um, assemble <laughs> um, <laughs> context um, but so if 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 that then the question next question would be then who is the church what does it mean to be the church and one thing here is the church is people filled with the spirit right you've accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior you are now filled with the spirit and we see this in first corinthians 12 13 where it says for we are for eyes by one spirit so as to form one body whether jews or gentiles slave or free and we were all given the one spirit to drink so now we have all been baptized in one spirit to form one body meaning we've been brought together as an individual. I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior so that I can have formed one body with others who have done the same. Mm. 
Yeah. And that's what it means to be part of the church, you know, to be the church, not just in isolation, I am the church, but as one body, we come together and we form the church because we are filled with one spirit. Yeah. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Do you want to add anything to that? I just love it, really. I just love it. I love it. Because it's true. It's like we're, we're making parts of a whole. And sometimes we need to remember that and not thinking that, we are the whole, right? We have we sh- we we have a part to play in representing Christ wherever we are, but we can't forget, as you said, that we are part of a body because we have been reconciled by one spirit into one body. It's just so important to know that I think because they had there's many implications of that. Yeah, and I think when we are aware of that. And we even learned this recently as well. Um, we're able to function well together and really walk in what it means to be the church in terms of um, how we express that. But before we get there, another thing is um, another question, uh, thing to answer the question, who can be part of the church is it's an open invite. It's open to all. You know, Jesus has died for every single one of us. He didn't just die for me and you. Mm-hmm. Um but he died for every single one of us so that we can all accept him as our Lord and Saviour. We can all be filled with the Spirit and we can all be part of this family of God. What would you say the role of the church is? If we're saying we are the church, we are one body and we're supposed to walk in the church together, what's our role? What are we here for? Yeah, well, I think still using the analogy of a body, right? So what's what's the function of a body to... There's an image, right? The the body has an image and we're called to, to walk out that image wherever we go. Um, so the function of the body is to look like the head um, or to, so shall I say, receive directions from the head to be led by Christ, um, to walk. Again, like the image of lordship is just making sense because if the head is the Lord, then surely the head is controlling everything that the rest of the body does, you know? So yeah. we're being led by the head, we're being led by our Lord and Saviour Jesus we're walking where he wants us to go we're representing him we're being his hands and his feet in the world we're being represented we're being representatives of of the family that we belong to in heaven the family in the kingdom of god there's so many so many roles um oh so many roles man i'm just even thinking of ephesians where it says um we have been given authority now to speak to speak in high places and and principalities and tell them who God is. This is a paraphrase, but basically we have been given authority in Jesus's name to, um, to speak to high things in high powers and principalities and basically tell them some things about God. Right. So we have been given authority in heaven and on earth in Jesus's name. Oh, so many things, but I think I'm just trying to think about the analogy of a body we are to be the hands and feet of this of this world 
in this hands and feet of Jesus in this world, meeting the needs of people, um, representing Christ well, representing the kingdom that we belong to well, um, and doing it together, doing it as a, as a body. I think that's definitely um, something that comes to mind. Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree with that. Um, in terms of like, what is the role of the church? Um, some points that I even put down here, including what you've mentioned, is to worship God, to mm. work as one body, to live in unity, to love. Um, so that is what it means, or that is the role of the church. And um, just to take the first part, to worship God. Um, in Romans 12, 1, everybody knows Romans 12, 1. Or Romans 12, 1 and 2. And even if you don't, it's okay. You know, it's fine. Um, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Um, so to worship God, what does it mean to worship? To offer ourselves, our bodies, um, as individuals, as the body of Christ, up as a living sacrifice that's holy what does it mean to be holy to be set apart and pleasing to god who are we trying to please we're trying to please god and why are we trying to do this because this is our true and proper worship this is the true and proper way to worship god and that's what it means to be part of of the body that's the role of the church you mm -hmm. know to worship god and then to live in unity um we see in Romans 12, 16, live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low positions. Do not be conceited. You know, again, to live together in harmony. Um, there shouldn't be social classes separating us um, because you get paid this in this pay bracket. You can't mm. sit with these people. All of yeah. that shouldn't exist in the body of Christ. All of that shouldn't exist within the church because we've yeah. been called to unity, you know. We've been called yeah. to associate with one another. And even when we see in Acts 4.32, it says, All the believers were in one heart and mind. No one claimed that any of the possessions was their own, but right. they shared everything they had. Again, because they were the church, because they had accepted this good news, this good news of, wow, like he's given everything for me. I, I own nothing. Everything I have is to be shared with the people around me. Everything I have is to be given out. Everything that I have is to be um, used for the work of God because we're called to live in unity. Um, do you have anything to add, Ifa? It's just Family so good. Fun. It's just so good. It's true. Sorry. I, yeah. No, not yet. <laughs> no. And then um, to work as one body, like you mentioned as well. And I, this is found in like um, 1 Corinthians 12. Like if you read through that, it talks about like the body and how we can't all be an eye. We can't all be a leg. We can't mm. all be an ear. Because if I was, an, if we all wanted to be an ear, who would be the eye? Mm -hmm. And who would be the leg? And who would be the head? And who would, you know, we all have a role to play as part of the body um mm. we are all have been gifted differently in order to achieve the kingdom assignment and i think a lot of times we may look at each other within the church and think oh this person is gifted to sing or oh, i wish i was gifted to sing and you mm. know what desires are not bad but why do you desire the gift to sing and are you ignoring your own gifts and disregarding them as not good enough because you're designing someone else's 
Um, mm-hmm. These are the things that we need to consider when we're part of the church. You know, like, okay, how can I contribute to this? What can I bring to the table? You know, like when you have a bring and share at church, mm. you consider, okay, what is my strength? What do I make well? But not only do you consider that, okay, what are people already bringing? What can I bring that will complement what's already on the table? You know? Yeah. yeah, you may have a strength to make cake, but if there's already 10 cakes on the table, you probably won't bring cake. But okay, what else can I bring to complement um, the table in this, at this point, at this event, at this function? Um, so we have multiple gifts, actually, that we can even bring to the table. And sometimes when we see a lack, we can also pray that God will give us the ability to meet the need, to meet that lack. We may not have the skill at that moment, but God, my church requires this. My church doesn't have this, and I desire to meet this need in one way or another. So please give me the wisdom, give me the way to meet that need. Um, but what would you say to that, Ife? To just working as one body, to living in unity, to worshiping yeah. God. Yeah. Um, I would say that oh, oh, there's so many things. I just think that we we shouldn't be so prideful in thinking that it's it's my way or the highway sometimes you're gonna have to lay down you know the way you'd want things done in order for a common goal to be achieved right what's the common goal here to make disciples to to glorify god to worship him to make him known that's the common goal um and sometimes we need to get out the way you know and and just consider is there any am i hindering this common goal by you know imposing my preferences because sometimes the things that we we, we want to do are preferences is is not that deep <laughs> um so i think we need we need to lay ourselves down for the sake of a common goal lay our pride down for the sake of a common goal um if someone tells you to oh can you just clean clean up the mop the floor and you're like huh mop the floor i don't do that do you not see me like i'm i'm teaching huh Lay down yourself for the common goal, you know, whatever it is. If they're saying, oh, can you go and help with the kids? Oh, of course. Lay down yourself for the common goal. Or can you just help washing some pots? We're about to have dinner. Of course. Lay down yourself for the common goal. You, you can't now be pulling rank and saying, yeah, but I'm elder. Or yeah, yeah, but I'm this. I'm a leader in the church. Huh? It's really important that we are... We lay down our pride for the common goal, which is to see Christ glorified, to, to for all others as well to see him. Um, so it's not a time to say no to work because you don't think it fits your responsibility or your profile or your role. Um, you know, we, we have different roles in the body, but glorifying God is everyone's responsibility, right? We have different roles in the body, but lifting up the name of Jesus is everyone's responsibility. And there are different ways that can happen. So if it doesn't fit into your job description or fit into the way that you would normally do things, lay yourself down for the common goal. I think that's really important when considering, um, you know, working together as a body. Yeah, definitely. And I think that kind of just ties a neat bow on what it means to worship God, what it means to live in unity. Um, 
what it means to work as one body is to lay down yourself for the common goal. What is the vision? What is the goal? What 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 needs need to be met? Um, and even that this this whole idea of pulling rank, I think we need to just leave that. <laughs> we need to just drop. Like the year's about to end. Let's just leave it in twenty twenty one. If you're, we're still working with that model of doing things, let's just leave that this in this year, um, because that's not what it means to um to serve. You know, when you, when you serve, you you put yourself below others. Not that you're worth less, but we're there to meet the needs of others. And when even when we attend our local church, we don't attend our local church because people are trying to please us. We're not there to be pleased. We're there to please mm-hmm. God. You know, our attendance is in obedience of God and who mm-hmm. he has called us to be. Mm-hmm. And he has called us to come together to 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 f- fellowship to to assemble in order so that we may function well, yeah. not just together but even as individuals. So we attend church not because we we are valuable, but not because we're valuable like oh I'm so amazing, but because mm-hmm. we need something, because we lack something, and we need that relationship. We need. Um, that communion we need to be able to come to a place and be vulnerable and when we understand that that actually people are not here to just oh um, give me a great worship set but they're here to meet a need that's deeper than my, my ears enjoy music they're here to meet a need and i'm here to do the same for them and meet a need of being there for one another building each other loving each other being kind um, being in a place where we're forgiving, you know, after you've been in work all week and your work colleagues may have, you know, tired you out through, through gossip and and all of these other things that happen in the world, you can come to church and know that you are safe. You can, you can come to church and know that you will be surrounded by love. And that takes takes me to our last point of what it, uh, what the role of church is. And it is to love. And we see this in 1 Corinthians 13. I'll read from verse um, 4. It says, love is patient and kind. Love, love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Mm-hmm. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And we are called to love. Yeah. We are called to love because God is love. He is love. He doesn't love. That's who he is. Mm-hmm. He is kind. He is patient. He is um, not boastful. He does not envy. And we, if we are created in his image, we are called to be all of these things too. Mm-hmm. And that's what it means to be the church. Um, so yeah, to be in the church is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's, it's an open invite for all. It's to live in unity, it's to worship God, to work as one body, and it's to love um, one another. Do you have anything you want to say, Afar? Amen. Any closing it, points? I, I think that is the closing point. I think it's it's a high calling, um, but I think it's it's one worth answering. Mm. Definitely. 
Thank you so much, Ife, um, for joining me on this one. Thank you fun. so much, Faye. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but no, thank you to all our listeners as well. Honestly, we appreciate you guys. And we really hope that you, um, yeah, are able to take truth from this and not just hear it, but apply it as well as, as we um, aspire to apply it every day. Um, mm. The call is to be answered every day. You know, we pick up every day, every morning, we pick up that cross every morning, we pick up the cross and um, we pray that you aspire to do the same too. Mm. Um, and have a wonderful, wonderful evening, morning, night, whenever you're watching this, um, I will hear you on the next one. Goodbye. Bye. So this has been the sound seed thank you so much for listening and remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community see you on the next episode